Jerry Reynolds is the Car Pro, and this is Car Pro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry was Ford National Dealer Council Chairman twice, and his sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is in the Radio Hall of Fame and has the giant belt buckle to prove it. Here they are on Car Pro USA. I should be in the Radio Hall of Fame, too. I'm just saying. You will be. Just hang in there, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to CarPro USA. This is the last weekend of the month, and there's some better deals than there were a few days ago because it is the last day of the last weekend of the month. You know, it's it's like <clears throat> even with the chip shortage that's going on right now, dealers still need to sell cars, and so they, you know, they're making better deals. You may have to order one or whatever, but if you do, and you can be patient, uh, it's not a bad wait. It's really not. If you specifically order a car, all the manufacturers are, <clears throat> sorry, all the manufacturers are prioritizing those orders to build them before they build inventory for the dealers. So, you know, even Ford right now is giving you an extra $1,000 if you order a car. Now, that's over Monday night. Uh, and we don't know if that'll get extended or not. I kind of doubt it. So if you're thinking about doing something or you want to take advantage of tax code 179 by getting a car between now and the end of the year, you need to move. You need to do something right now. My trusty sidekick is here. Been talking to a few friends of mine in the advertising business uh, about the whole thing of December to remember, driving through the holidays, all that kind of stuff that we normally see. All the TV ads beginning, you know, in a couple of weeks and through Christmas. And whether or not they're going to have them this year. And generally they say, yes, but they're not going to have any great rebates or lease incentives or anything. They're just going to say, it's a holiday event. Come by, see us. I think deals will get some better. A little Uh, better. But nothing like what we're used to in the past. Lexus... Maybe the exception, even though they've had inventory problems, the December to Remember event, which last couple of years has started at the first of November, mm-hmm. um, it's such a big deal for them. And they've got so, because of their high penetration of leases, they're going to have a ton of people coming back in December. So, you know, I got to I gotta think that they're gearing up for it, you know. <clears throat> they are, and as I mentioned on the show uh, last week, the Lexus dealer that we deal with here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area uh, found out a couple of weeks ago he was going to get 50% more vehicles than he expected in the last two months of the year. Yeah. And it's still less than he had last year, but 50% more is, you know. And you wonder, well, who's who's sacrificing? I mean, who where, where are those extra chips coming from? Did they take them out of slow-selling Toyotas or slow-selling Lexuses? Although there's not many slow-selling Lexuses. But, you know, where'd where'd those come from suddenly? They're taking them out of a lot of the, not necessarily slow-selling, but the less profitable cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll definitely do that. Um, Why build something they don't make a lot of money on? when you can build something that they can make a ton of money on, like the new LX. 
uh, that's coming out that's drop-dead gorgeous, uh, finally. They mm-hmm. made a change. To right. it. It's only been 10 years oh, or so. God. Yes. So here's the deal. If you've got a trade-in and it's nice and clean, doesn't really matter what your model it is, but if it's clean and looks pretty good and runs good, got a clean history report, it's much in demand right now. So we need to figure out how to get you out of that and into something new while you can take advantage of this used car market, which is absolutely through the roof. Never seen anything like it. Uh, And no signs of it slowing down right now. But it will happen suddenly. This the, The market will drop literally almost overnight. And that's I've seen it before. Not as drastic as this drop will be, but... I've seen it before where, you know, the market moves up and down. It tends to move up slowly, but then it tends to move back down quickly. And that's what happens. It's just, you know. Sounds like the stock market some years. Sounds like gravity. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's talk to Annie in Summerland, California. Annie, welcome. Hi, Jerry. Hi there. Um, yeah. Well, so I know this is probably not the best time to buy, but um, uh, we are looking at a, a, for, a new Ford F-150 hybrid. Um, but the payload is the thing that's really the, the, the kicker because we need to make sure that our kids will be able to ride in it when they're uh, much older. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, but my question for you is, and I just heard you say something about that. There is some, some special deals going on um, uh, this, this weekend. But um, my, my question was, is like, Okay, so we've been trying to figure out if there's a dealer in Los Angeles that actually understands the payload or the weights for the um, different options, because we can't seem to find people that sales people that actually know anything. Um, and so that was one question. And the second question is like, if we're special ordering it, does it really matter what dealer we go to? Um, because I know maybe some dealers might have like a, you know, maybe it might be a little bit more than MSRP or whatever. But I mean, does it does it matter? Well, yeah, it, it kind of does, especially on uh, a new vehicle that's just out and selling like crazy, uh, which mm-hmm. the hybrid is doing. Um, when I want to make sure that your your terminology is correct. When you say payload, you're talking about the amount of weight that can be put into the bed. Right, and in the truck with the people, like the people riding it, because we, we, we're pulling it, we're going to be pulling it um, a trailer, but the trailer is super light. Uh, the issue is, is like, you know, we'll have bikes. The kids are small right now, but they, I'm sure they'll just become giant at some point and really heavy. So the, we, we're noticing that, like, say, for example, like the Lariat, um, it has a very kind of small payload, like to the point where we wouldn't be able to bring bikes with us if we, you know, at, you know with the humans inside the cab. Uh, I... I, I... Uh, you've you've got something you've got something wrong here. It will. Oh, good. Well, maybe you can correct me on this because this is what we were also trying to figure out. Because yeah. Our understanding is like the payload number that you get on the sticker on the truck uh, includes like you know the basic truck, and then maybe it includes on Fords. It maybe includes like a hundred and fifty pound driver. Okay, you're you're but, what you're looking yeah, what you're. Should be concerned with is the payload, but I think you're looking at the gross vehicle weight rating, which is something very different. Um, and and GVWR uh, usually allows for 250 pounds per passenger plus cargo plus luggage. Uh, let me let me just tell you, uh, because we're going to run out of time here. There is not a Ford truck made 
that will you'll have any issues whatsoever with you know having five people in the truck and it not pulling your trailer none there is not one so i wouldn't worry about that i would encourage you to go to carprousa.com and click on find my car pro it can make a huge difference in the price i appreciate the call so much annie New truck or used? Let the car pro help. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. I was reading this week, and I'm not mistaken, and I frequently am. Oh, yeah. The new Corvette C8, which looks really good with those side scoops going into the rear wheels. 1,000 horsepower? Is that correct? Uh, I haven't seen that, but I think you're talking about the Z06. Yeah, the Z06, Z08. I mean, it's the new... <laughs> well, it, it looks... Whatever it takes. It looks a lot different. I mean, it's got a really... <clears throat> it's got a... Big long scoop on the side that goes all into the Corvettes rear wheels. are C8s. Okay, they're all C8s. This is the new ultra fastest one they got. This is a Z06. Okay, I have not seen horsepower numbers on it yet. But if I I'm, may have just missed them, if I'm close, you're not going to get one. Oh no, uh-uh. you've been there, done that. My 675 horse 2016 was too much. No, no thousand horsepower for me. Thank you very much. And let's talk to Mary in San Diego. Mary, welcome. Thank you so much for taking my call, sir. Yeah. Um, so I <laughs> thank you. So I have a uh, 2019 Camry Toyota, and it's a hybrid. Yeah. But. The the door on the driver's seat is very hard to open, and actually I have like a I've been having like pain on my arm, and then I don't know what to do. I mean, uh, so then I thought my son said, you know, maybe you should buy a Tesla, and so well, what do you think about that? Um, and I bought a brand new in 2019. I paid two thousand. I mean, I paid thirty three hundred. Okay. It- I mean, if you're going to trade, you need to do it right now. Uh, Toyota Camrys are bringing big money, and the fact that it's a hybrid is even better. Hybrids right now, because gas prices are up, are a good thing. How 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 many miles a year do you drive? Well, you only have thirteen, uh, probably ten thousand a year, even less, because I have thirteen thousand right now. And what's your, do you work? No, I'm, I'm retired, actually. Okay, good. So I, I'm trying to figure out, will an electric work for you? You know, if you've, if you've got a long drive every day, it might not be the best choice. Uh, I, you know, have, so your issue really is you're having trouble opening the driver's door because the door is heavy? Or is it because there's something wrong yeah, with the door? No, no, the door is perfect, but I noticed that it's very heavy. And then someone, and actually I went online and I said, uh, is this, you know, is the Camry um, hybrid heavier? And, and I mean, they say, yes, it's heavier than any other door, any other car. 
So I don't know, maybe it's because of the, being hybrid. I, I don't know what it is. But as far as the hybrid is excellent, as far as, like, mileage and everything, I mean, I can go to L.A. for, like, I don't know, half a, what, maybe, like, uh, one-fourth of the tank, where before I would have to, when I'd be driving down there, it would be, like, um, I don't know, maybe, like, a full tank. I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, as far as gas, is amazing. Everything is very comfortable. Everything, but the problem is every time I open the door, the door is extremely heavy. Yeah, and that has nothing to do with it being a hybrid. Um, it's probably just you know the way all Camrys are. Do you do you get up to LA very often? No, I actually, you know, I have my son in Ventura, so I go there once in a while. But you know, maybe like I don't know, maybe once uh, every two months or something like that. Yeah, the only thing I was thinking is if you went to the L.A. Auto Show, which is in November, you could actually sit in the cars and open and close the doors and see what is comfortable for you. Uh, Or you could just go from dealer to dealer. You know, Tesla's a great car, and you sound like a good electric car prospect. Uh, And if you want to get rid of that Camry because of the door, Right now is the time to do it. So, I would, uh, I would certainly, I would certainly look at uh, Teslas and see if it's any better for you. Uh, they probably are lighter than than what you've got with the Camry. But I don't want to see you make a mistake. I don't want to see you get out of the, a great car with the Camry that's got low miles, and then find out a month from now that what you bought doesn't make you happy. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen. So try some cars. Look at Teslas. Even if it's used, just open and close the door, see what you think, and then we'll go from there. Uh, but <clears throat> I certainly would I would certainly trade right now if you're going to do something. I appreciate the call, Mary. Good luck to you. I'm sorry that uh, that Camry's not working out because you are correct. That is a great car. I appreciate it so much. CarProUSA.com. That's the website. And that's where you'll find my FAQ page. Take a look. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows what dealers know and what dealers don't want you to know. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. Peter in Houston, welcome. Peter, what can I do for you? Hello, Peter. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. I can now. Yeah, I, I have a uh, Sorrento, Kia Sorrento. I bought it in uh, 12, 19, December 19, and two years, 37,000 miles. I'd like to consider trading up to an SUV, another SUV. Uh was considering the Telluride. Yeah. Didn't know if it was the right time to do it or not. Or some other SUV that rides like the Kia rides well. And uh, or something comparable that I could get a you know reasonably good deal. I'm not price sensitive at this point. Sure. So I'm just looking for an SUV to have fun with. Yeah, you, uh, you you definitely need to trade the current Sorento now. Have you looked at the new Sorento, by the way? No, I have not. <clears throat> All right, I've got a review and video at my website that I did. Man, this thing is nice. Uh, Peter, much improved. Right? Yeah, it's it's incredible. Uh, go to carprousa.com. Up at the top right, there's a search box. And just put Sorrento yeah. in there. It'll pull up the review and video. Take a look at it. Tell you okay. right, it's 
great choice. Uh, one of the most popular SUVs on the road has been since the day it came out. Hyundai Palisade, essentially the same vehicle, uh, especially mechanically, a little different on the trim inside. Uh, but but if you like if you like the size of the current Sorento, I'd take I'd take yeah. a hard look at the at the new the new one. It I was really surprised. I I, I just thought it was spectacular. Sounds great. What is there like a Lexus or something upscale from that? That something next in line that would compare? I mean, Not really. I mean, there's really nothing in the Lexus. You can get a you can get a RX three fifty uh, long long wheelbase that's got a third row seat, but it's really small. Uh, yeah. it's just not nearly as roomy as the Sorento or the Telluride, to be honest with you. It's a great SUV, but then you go up to the GX 460, which is really big and, and it's almost cumbersome, you know, uh, not nearly as nimble as the Kias. I've got some great Kia dealers there in Houston, Peter, just hook up with one of them and go look at the Sorento and the Telluride and get on the list to be called when one comes in. I appreciate your call. On a fishing show, you get the Carp Pro. But this show has Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. This Hour Car Pro USA is brought to you by AutoCheck Vehicle History Reports. I've used them for years and find them to be way more accurate than Carfax, and they're cheaper, too. Don't risk buying a vehicle with problems. Go to autocheck.com today. When we first heard the new proposals a few years ago about the corporate average fuel economy goals by 2025 or whenever it was, I thought, that's just ridiculous. There's just no way. They're already squeezing every mile per gallon they can. But just in this week's newsletter, the new Ford Maverick Hybrid, 42 miles per gallon city. The new Corolla Hybrid, I don't recall the mileage on it, but I'm sure it was terrific. Oh, it's really good. And the new 22 Jetta getting up to 43 miles per gallon. And it's not a hybrid. It's just a regular combustion engine. engine. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Uh, Certainly improving, no doubt about it. But they've still got... A good way to go before they get to the 52 average. Well. And that's that's tough. Like the old cigarette commercial <clears throat> said that you don't see on TV anymore. You've come a long way, baby. It's a fact. Let's go to Cleveland, Ohio, and we're going to talk to Dan. Dan, what is up, my friend? Uh, I, I, I want to trade in 2007 REV4. For for a brand new Rev Four, yeah. However, not sure. Not sure if I do. I I, I guess not sure if I go with a hybrid, and so deciding between standard engine or hybrid, and I do plan to keep this new car at least another ten years. So so I, I buy cars and I I maintain them and keep them for a long time. Yeah. So, what's I, your opinion on the, the hybrid option? I, uh, the hybrid Toyota's hybrid system is great. Uh, there's no better, and if it were me getting a Rav4, I would certainly get the hybrid. I mean, the battery pack and all the hybrid components usually good well past two hundred thousand miles, and that's a lot of miles in ten years. 
Um, so if if I were doing it, you'll pay a little more for the hybrid, but the gas mileage is much, much better than on the gas. And with gas prices going up and we don't know how high they're gonna go, uh, but you know, they're gonna they're gonna go up and down over the next amount of time that you have this vehicle. I think they'll probably stay high more than they'll go back down. That tends to be the way it works. But I'd definitely go with the hybrid. I think I just I think you'd love it. Thank you. Appreciate it. You are welcome. Talk to Jessica Joseph at Don Joseph Toyota. She's at my website. She's a great gal. She'll take good care of you. Uh, you're probably going to have to buy one that's coming into their inventory. I doubt they have any on the ground. Uh, this is just it's such a hot seller, especially with gas prices going up. And let's go to Mike in Los Angeles. Hello, Mike. Hey, uh, Jerry and Kevin. Oh, uh, uh, is this Mike or Steven? This is Mike. Okay. All right. Just making sure. What can I do for you, sir? Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I feel the same way about the show as I used to when I was a kid, waking up on Saturday morning to watch <laughs> cartoons. It was like... The most exciting way to start the weekend. That is wow, a, that's a great compliment. It really is. Thank you for that. That's very kind of you, Mike. Um, so I'm coming up to the end of uh, lease on my 2019 Outback, uh, Subaru Outback. Um, the problem I'm having is that I can't really find anything else. One of the reasons that I got this was because the seat was perfect for me right when they re-signed it in 20 they totally changed the seat and the new seat is like not comfortable for me at all um the mileage because of the pandemic uh, for one thing is really low i'm at about eighteen thousand five hundred. it's it's the loaded you know uh version it's six cylinders i'm wondering uh, i know that i can extend the lease for six months uh, max i don't know what the value is going to be like uh, for this in six months yeah not, none of us do i mean that's a, that'd be a pure speculation uh i can tell you i with all my heart i don't think it'll be near what it is today yeah well one of the reasons why and i've i've always been leasing i've never really bought anything and just because of the seat issue and but the reason that I might not want to buy this is really only because the gas mileage is not great uh, because of the you know it's the six cylinder yeah. all wheel drive and I love it. but uh, yeah I I'm just not sure if extending the lease is the smartest thing to do while I'm still trying to find something or figure out what to do I'm going to try to go to the auto show. And, uh, yeah, that'd be a good place uh, to, to do it. Um, you know, I suspect with the miles and the equipment on that and given how short in supply Subarus are, uh, especially new ones, it, it's 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 just worth a lot of money right this minute. I see Subarus go through the auction and I'm like, wow, that's like more than MSRP was two years ago. So it's a crazy market. The problem is... With Subaru, yeah. you they're they're not going to allow you to sell that car to anybody else. 
you could trade it in on another Subaru and realize your equity. But if you go to sell it to, you know, gimmethevin.com slash CarPro, they're not going to allow that. The only thing you could do if the equity is big enough is buy it yourself, pay it off, get the title, and then sell it. That's a little bit of a time-consuming process, and the market could drop while you're waiting on the title, right? So that's pretty risky. Um, you know, I I think I, th- I don't want you to make a mistake. I don't want you to rush into buying something else. Uh, if it means extending the lease, extend the lease. You know, yeah, the market's good right now on your Subaru, but it's not worth making a mistake over. Yeah. Well, I know that they've got their electric vehicle called the Solterra, which is supposed to be coming out around the middle of next year. Um, and truthfully, if they hadn't changed the seat, I would probably just try to slide into another uh, outback. But sure. This the seat thing is kind of like the most important thing because if you're not comfortable, then. Oh, yeah. You're going to hate that. You're going to hate it if you're not comfortable. I mean, I see it all the time. And people don't pay close enough attention to that. They don't take a long enough test drive to know that. Uh, and and it's sad. I, I just, you know, you've got a great car with low miles. If it means extending the lease, extend the lease, enjoy the car, and then make a decision. You may end up buying it. The, the, the best part is if you do buy it, it's worth so much more than your residual value that it's it's what I call instant equity, and that's rare. It's rare. To, it's rare to be in that position. Well, I think that's yeah. I think the extension is probably the thing to do for now while I while I figure it out. Yes, sir. I think you're. I concur, hundred percent, Mike. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, more than you know, that meant that meant a lot to us. And uh, please let me know how I can help you. Be here. Uh, just just uh, give me a holler back, and we can talk some more if you need to. I appreciate it. 800. Call Jerry Reynolds, the car pro. 1-800-926-7777. So in our weekly friendly contest about whose video in the newsletter... Gets the most views. Jerry just gave me one. He said, hey, use this and you will wallop me. I can't use it because I always do car videos. Yes. You do anything videos. And I got to say, I think you're right. So if you're not a newsletter subscriber (laughs) and you want to see the one he gave me so I could get a win and you could see something spectacular, sign up today at carprousa.com. Yeah, I uh, I handed you a gift there. Boy, I tell you. As much as I like to win the contest. On a silver platter. As much as I like to win the contest. Well, you were thinking of our audience. Well. People are going to love seeing this. Yeah, they are. They really are. Uh, very, very. I, I can tell you this right now. It is nothing I would do for any amount of money. I'm right behind you. Let's talk to Ron in Austin. Ron, you've been very patient, my friend. How can I help you? 
Hey, Jerry, I just uh, wanted to get your opinion on a new vehicle. Right now, I drive a 2016 uh, Nissan Frontier, and I've always liked the smaller trucks. They've served my needs. I don't haul stuff. It's more about the honey-to-do list type thing. Yeah. So, But I'm ready to up- upgrade, and uh, I'm looking at the 22 uh, Maverick Lariat Edition and uh, going to take that first jump into the hybrid-type model. I just wondered if you had an opinion on that vehicle. It's tough to say until I've driven it, and I have not. Um, I hope to have one to review between now and the end of the year. Um, but I, I don't know. Ford Ford just doesn't send press vehicles to Texas uh, as quickly as most of the other manufacturers. I'm going to have the, the Hyundai Santa Cruz a week from Monday, uh, and it's going to be the only competitor to the Maverick. But I will tell you this. I had the general manager from one of my Dallas Ford dealers on my Dallas show this morning and asked him specifically about the Maverick. Had he driven it? He has. Um, In fact, he drove it on a kind of a slalom course in downtown Dallas for a Ford event. Anyway, he said the acceleration was incredible. The ride was great, uh, much softer than he thought it would be. The, um, it was quiet inside and it handled and drove really well. And, of course, we now know from this week's newsletter that it's rated at 42 miles to the gallon in the city. I, I, yeah, I got that. You know, I, I can't. I email from the other. Uh, yeah. I can't I think of anything negative. Mine. Yeah. I ordered mine in July, and they just sent me an email last week saying they'll be here in the spring of 22. <laughs> wow. Well, that yeah, and I'm you know a lot of it has to do with the size of the dealer you order from because of the way the allocation system works. But uh, right now, I'm hearing you know six months is kind of the average. Uh, but man, I I think you're going to love it, Ron. I think I think this thing is going to I think this thing will be sold out probably for the next two years on over what they can build. It's just everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants it. Um, You know, and I warned the Dallas audience this morning. I I went, you know, hey, don't get pulled into it by that under $20,000 base price because if you load a Lariat up, you're talking $35,000. And Kevin built one during a break, and sure enough, it was $34,700. And so, you know, but to have a pickup, that's got some capability as a pickup, and it does. I was shocked when I saw what it would tow and how much payload it had. Uh, to get one of those with, you know, 42 miles to the gallon for thirty-five grand. I mean, a Ranger is going to be that much, and it's not that much bigger, and it doesn't have near the fuel economy. So I think, I think it's great. I would love to hear back from you after you get it. Uh, and drive it for a little while. Call us again because I'm I'm really eager to learn as much about this vehicle as I possibly can, and uh, I'd love to hear your review of it and see what you think. Hopefully, I'll have it before the end of the year. So many choices: gasoline, hybrid, electric. Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, can help you make a decision. Call one eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. Stephen in Stockton, California. You've got the last word this hour. How can I help you, buddy? 
Oh, thanks for taking my call, Jerry. My pleasure. I have to uh, echo. I have to echo Mike what he said a few uh, callers back about making the Saturday morning uh, really uh, <laughs> makes it look forward to it. Thank you, anyway, buddy. Anyway, just got my just got my wife out of a uh, 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 2000 uh, uh, Lexus RX 300. Unfortunately, had to take it to the junkyard. Uh, excuse me, parts yard after 300,000 miles. Wow. So, wow. Of, course wa- of course, she wants another Lexus RX 350. Don't have a problem with that at all. Driven them. They look great. But then my cousin said, he said, hey, go look at the uh, Mercedes-Benz. And uh, so I did. I went and uh, took my wife. We looked at the 350 GLE. Yeah. And holy moly. It was uh, the wow factor was like way over the top. Oh, they're no, oh, they're uh, super nice. They're, they're pricey. Yeah, super nice. They're pricey. Well, yeah, but unfortunately, I'd lose I'd lose a few uh, a few cruises, Jerry, with the uh, <laughs> the Mercedes Benz. Steve, and, uh, it, you know, it, I don't want to run out of time on you. Here's here's the big issue: if you're going to try to keep a vehicle as long as you kept the last one. That Mercedes is going to eat you alive when you get past 100,000 miles. I'm telling you, it, you talk about spending some money. It's going to be an expensive lesson for you where the Lexus is not that way. And you've just proven that by getting 300,000 miles out of one. I love Mercedes. I always have. But to me, they're like Range Rovers. And I'm going to get rid of it, you know, it, it, before 50,000 miles or so. If you go back to Alexis, talk to Christian at uh, Lexus of Sacramento. So many choices. Gasoline, hybrid, electric. The Flintstones car where you pedal with your feet. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you decide which is right for you. It's not the Flintstones car. Call 1-800-926-7777.